It's time for the Kernel Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Yo, guys, I got to point out that we started recording at 420. Uh, that's perfect. Uh, well done, team. That was completely planned. It's 520 in Manitoba, but you know what? Don't that's point still things okay. out that don't matter. <laughs> True. It's 420 here over in El Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful day in El Salvador. That's correct. I just happen to be here, even though we've mentioned on the podcast that we're Canadians multiple times. <laughs> and on Twitter multiple times. Hmm. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Well, this is the Money in the Bank Predictions episode. It's going to be a good card, I think. Uh, not many matches, but... Looking forward to the Money in the Bank match and everything else, really. A lot of matches on SmackDown. I think there's only... I think the Money in the Bank match is the only match on Raw on this card. I think I gotta pull up uh, a little thing so I can keep track of these picks. Yeah, that's a good idea. They announced two pre-show matches today. It's um, R-Truth and MVP on the pre-show. And Uh, Jeff Hardy and Cesaro. Yeah, and Jeff Hardy and Cesaro. Okay, so quickly, I have a few thoughts. Why did they not put Sheamus and Jeff Hardy on this card? Man, I was excited for that. I thought they were going to like have some sort of like lead into that on SmackDown, but then they just brawled, and, and now it's going to be Cesaro instead of Sheamus. I know they'll probably probably do it at SummerSlam, but I was kind of looking forward to that. And the archery Yo, match... Is Cesaro the worst character in WWE? Not like I think he's a great wrestler. I think he's awesome. I actually like the guy, but is his character the worst? Like, it's not even a character. He doesn't have a character. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's just strong. He's down, who's strong. the strongest man in WWE because Corey Graves says that at least twice every time Cesaro shows up. Well, I think, like, the Swiss cyborg is supposed to, like, represent the fact that, like, oh, he's not human, you know, these feats of strength and everything. Like, he's got, like, uncanny ability to... Like, the Cesaro swing, for example, is a move that just, like, automatically puts you in another just stratosphere than everybody else. But no, he does not have a character. He's like Apollo Crews. He's like Dijakovic when he comes to the main roster. Like, guys like that. There we go. That's true. You hear the rumor of uh, Apollo Crews' heel Heel turn? Woohoo! Gonna join MVP. I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. I feel like they're gonna feud with uh, Ace's boy Austin Theory and that group, and do like some sort of like six-man tag match. And uh, I don't think it's gonna go anywhere other than that. But I do think that Brendan Vink will step up onto the crowd. Our insiders tell us. Excuse me. We are the insiders. Our sources tell us that uh, Vink is in for a big push. And, uh, I like Brendan Vink, buddy. I like him, too. He told me <laughs> uh, that last night. Yep, it's true. He likes him. He's all for it. I get what he likes. He's got the size. He's got the look. He's got Yo, it. The other thing, too, is, like, I said this on the pod before, but, like, when those guys, like, Brendan Vink and uh, Shane Thorne, when they were wrestling on the Indies in Australia as the Mighty Don't Kneel, man, they were a badass team. Like, I wish they would move that name over, like, give it to them, like, or just call Brendan Vink that. Just be like the Mighty Don't Kneel, you know? Already, right there, that you have at least, like, some sort of an identity to your character. Right now, he's just big dude that uh, can throw people around, but it's, like, you need more than that. So just hope that they give them an actual character as the weeks go along. Shane Thorne. You know what they should say? They should say, don't blink. Here comes Brendan Vink. <laughs> oh, man. Trademark that. Trademark that right there you now. Go. I got to tweet him. I got to tweet him. Don't b- blink. Here comes Brendan Vink. That's what we got to start tweeting out when he comes on screen. 
<laughs> do it. <laughs> she get a shirt like that. Have you ever seen like uh? I think it's Charlotte. One of her logos is like a weird like eye. It's like an eyelash eye kind of thing. Like they should give Brendan Vick the his like his look, his like shirt, his first shirt should be don't blink, don't blink. It's Brendan Vick, and it's just like an eye that's like half. Or like a a missing a missing photo, but instead of the missing link, it's the missing Vink. <laughs> we should do a cre- uh, We should do a uh, repackage a wrestler, Brendan Vink. Uh, possibilities are endless. Let's go into the card of. Uh... This money in the bank. We'll discuss the matches we're going to make, our picks. But uh, let's just go to the first the ones that don't really matter. Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro. Who do you got and why? We'll start with Spencer. Jeff Hardy, Cesaro. I'm going to go with Jeff Hardy. Um, but uh, that is, in, barring any outside interference from uh, Sheamus in order to cause him up. Uh, yeah. I got you on Jeff Hardy, though. So that's your pick. Jeff Hardy now. is what I'll take. I'll take Jeff Hardy and be on record on Jeff Hardy. Um, yeah, I'll take I'm Jeff Hardy too. Take him too, for the same reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's you, a no-brainer. Mike? It's a no-brainer. I mean, it's his first match back. He's in for a heavy push, uh, and so you're not going to have him lose on the pre-show to, to Cesaro of all people. It uh, doesn't make any sense. So easy pick, Jeff Hardy. Jeff and Jeff for me as well. And then we go into R-Truth versus MVP, a heated rivalry that we've been seeing just build for weeks. It's great to see this thing finally come to an end. Uh, what do you guys think? I, I don't really know why they put this on the card. Oh, like you just mentioned, <laughs> weeks of build. Weeks and weeks of build. Uh, I mean, this is the type of thing that pisses me off about WWE. I'm like, now it's just like, pick a random dude. I'm going with R-Truth, even though we haven't seen him on TV since the pandemic. I'm going with our truth. I'm going to go with the most valuable player, MVP, uh, just because I think Vink, Vink and the boys are coming in to rough up our truth. But uh, Spence, oh. what do you got? I like your thought process there, Ace. Um, but I'm still going to pick our truth, uh, mainly because I was a. Uh, our Crundle Mania account was accused of being run by our truth this weekend by a guy that clearly didn't watch SmackDown. So uh, that was really fun. Um, so I'm still going to pick our truth because I've always kind of liked our truth. Our truth. Then we move into the tag team match The New Day of Biggie and Kofi Kingston versus Hey Hey Ho Ho, Miz and Morrison versus the Forgotten Sons. Versus Lucha House Party for the World Tag Team Championships. Mike, can you give this a little bit of backstory, a little build to this feud here? Yeah, sure. All right, let's break it down. So the Forgotten Sons, they debuted it's, uh, close to a month ago now, uh, coming up from NXT, where they had one ever, well, one takeover match ever. It was a ladder match. And so they came to the main roster, and they are forgotten no more. And the group is basically two former Marines, uh, Jack, uh, like the character names, Jackson Riker, and Steve Cutler, and then for some reason, Wesley Blake, who has no Marine background uh, whatsoever, but he's also in this group. So it's a trio, uh, which kind of gives them the advantage because Xavier Woods is injured right now. So they have the one-man advantage with the heavy muscle Jackson Riker. So they came in and beat everybody down a couple weeks ago. They have good size on them. Uh, and the Lucha host party, they've been around a while, and they've been inserted here because the Usos are injured. 
Uh, or it could be that the Forgotten Sons are in here because the Usos are, or one of the Usos is injured. One way or the other, one of the Usos is injured, uh, and so uh, that's why you have uh, one of those two teams in this matchup. Now, in terms of who's going to win uh, between these four, uh, I'm going to actually go with Forgotten Sons here. Uh, I'm using WWE logic for all of my booking today, and the WWE does not have any forewarning with their booking. No, uh, you know, they, they don't really do a very good job of... Uh, Are you outside? Yes. <laughs> Insider crunch up mid-prediction special. <laughs> you know it, man. Yes. You know it. Yes. You know it. So, yeah, <laughs> mid, mid Mid crud, I'm going with the Forgotten Sons because it's WWE logic and they don't make any sense with their booking and they book things on a weekly basis and not long term. So they're riding a hot hand with a new team and I'm going with the Forgotten Sons. Jackson Wreckers, my boy. Interesting picks. Interesting picks. I'm also going to pick the Forgotten Sons as I think uh, for some reason they are a tag team on WWE TV. <laughs> Uh, that are going to be champions. <laughs> what a great, what great logic. Pick in the Forgotten Sons, because they're a tag team. <laughs> On WWE TV, and apparently they are good in WWE, but they were terrible in NXT, but they're good in WWE. What about you, Spence? Um, I'm going to go not Forgotten Sons, um, because I honestly... Your Lucha House Party, Mark. Shut your damn hole. Um... We're getting a lot of wind from Mike. Mike, you, you can mute yourself if you want. <laughs> um, okay, there we go. Uh, you're going to interrupt me again? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> can, you, can you mute your, your yeah. microphone? I'm on my mobile. There you go. There we go. Okay, you got it. Um, oh. <laughs> Boy, okay. So, no, I'm not gonna pick the Lucha House Party. I'm gonna pick the New Day to retain. Um, Whoa, this could be what puts honestly, you ahead. Honestly, I don't know. Like with this no crowd, like I don't think the Forgotten Sons would have had much reaction at all at any point. That's why they I think they out. might do it. Oh, uh, I don't think. I just, don't, I just don't think. Like if there was a crowd when they debuted, people would have been like. Who? Like these guys? Ooh. They would have made fun of them. Like I don't think that this would have worked in a, in. Yeah, but why do you like Austin Theory is there, man? Like, <laughs> I just don't. I just don't see it. I just don't. I, I don't like it. I uh, I think the New Day retain because um, I think they've can kind of made to look foolish, and I think I don't know. I just think it's dumb to keep making your your champs look foolish. Okay. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Is so that they can get closer to the record. So I don't know, but I'm still picking the new day. Okay, okay. Well, I cracked a beer. I'll let that be known. Ace be drinking craft beer since 1991. <laughs> we got to move on to uh, the next match. I'll break it down so Mike has plenty of time to crun up. We'll go into the backstory of the feud a little bit. Set it up. It's a big match, really, but it doesn't really feel like one at the same time. And I'm talking about Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins, Spencer. It's a good match. Should be a good match. Are you hyped for this? Because these are your boys. I like these guys, but they're not my boys. I'm, I wouldn't say hyped just because I think these guys would kill it if there was like, I I know I keep saying crowd is the second time I brought it up, 
Um, but it's true. Like a crowd does change like so many things about the dynamics. So uh, I think this would change it a lot. Um, so I'm not as excited for it. And they've kind of made it a little weird. But uh, I like Seth's angle. Um, although it's kind of dumb that he, I mean, I get all the I'll just say that I think that Seth Rollins is my favorite. He's not my favorite wrestler, but I find him the most entertaining inside the ring. Like when you put him in a match, I think I'm not going to care. And then I end up enjoying the match. That's fair. I think because he's good at, he's, he's real good. Like it just, yeah, yeah. Like ever since the Brock Cena, uh, Lesnar and Seth match, like I've been like, whoo. Roxina Lesnar and Seth. Oh, all four of them. No, I, uh, so I don't know who I'm going to go with on this one. It's obviously going to be Drew McIntyre. I'm messing with you. <laughs> He's it's not going to lose. No way. First title defense, it's got to be Drew. I actually disagree, well, not disagree, but I just have a difference of opinion uh, than you guys. I like Seth Rollins, but I think he's gone, uh, gotten, not worse, but his in-ring work has sort of decreased a little bit in terms of the moves he does. When he first debuted in The Shield, uh, he was doing the Phoenix Oh, they're slash. turning him into Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Like, it's, it's not necessarily enjoyable, like, as enjoyable as when Seth first debuted on the, uh, with the company. Uh, and I don't know, like, you know what? I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I just feel like, aside from the heist, uh, with the money in the bank cash in at Mania, I just feel like it's been tough for these guys. Well, maybe that's not it. It hasn't been as tough maybe for Ambrose, but I feel with the Shield, it was hard to top what the Shield did because like, they had such a memorable run and such a memorable debut and everything. I just feel like a lot of things they do, it's hard to top that. Like The first thing a lot of people still think of is the Shield. You're in a stairwell right now. You are in the stairwell. I'm walking back to my seat. You know what? You know what? Okay, like we're three dudes and we're human, okay? So I love it, dude. Gonna... dude. You know what I think about this though? I love this because this podcast uh, episode is like a whole special. It's supposed to be ridiculous. I wanted to actually roll a crun stick while we were talking about the money in the bank matches. Well, I already did that, so <laughs> it's all good. Uh, yep. I'm going to pick Drew McIntyre. Mike's picking Drew McIntyre. I kind of agree with what you're saying there, Mike. Ace agrees. What do you think, Spence? Who are you picking? I'm still going to pick Drew. I think I think Drew needs to hold the title for a while. Um, I think he deserves it, but uh, I think it's just the best choice right now. Um, and, I mean, Seth can always come back to it later when he gets more heat or gets gets more, like, I don't know, maybe he comes back as a face, maybe he comes back as a heel for it. But uh, give him a year, give him a little while. I well, know. I think that, well, my insider sources tell me that him and Becky stuck around because they were going to go on vacation, COVID happened, and then they couldn't go anywhere because COVID happened, so they just kept wrestling for a little bit. Now that it's opening up, they are going to finally take a break. So it makes me wonder how they're going to get that belt off Becky eventually, but uh, I think it could be after Money in the Bank, actually. We'll get into that later. Yeah, for um, sure. Let's go yeah, to they're... Bailey versus uh, Tamina. One of my sources is a huge Tamina fan. He almost said that Tamina could win this whole thing tonight. So what do you guys think about this match? I'm going to mute myself while I roll a little crun stick. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Oh, thank you very much, Spencer. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be Bailey here. Uh, I want to go for Tamina. Ain't nobody meaner than Tamina. But... <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been airing. 
they haven't been airing the i don't know if you guys have seen like the videos that tamina has been putting together on her instagram account uh sort of like hyping this match and they've been really good and the company hasn't really acknowledged any of that or like put it on tv which would be kind of cool to see and so like there's very little character progression from Tamina here. If they had progressed her character in the lead-up to this match, I would actually possibly think she could pull the upset because there's something they're teasing. Like, even with Jeff Hardy, when Jeff Hardy was on the verge of winning a world championship for the first time in his career in the late 2000s, they, they had all these packages building him up. Like, you know, his story to get to where he was, all this stuff. And... The first time, or the first few times Hardy fought for the championship, he lost. But it wasn't about that. It was about the story they were trying to tell, the underdog story. I've never told anything about Tamina. Like, nothing at all. So, no, I don't think she's going to win this match. Um, and I just want to add one other quick thing. I don't understand where they're going with the women's championship on SmackDown. I don't understand. Like, I'll tell you right now, like, the best women's feud or program in the company right now is well yeah the, the, the best one other than tegan knox and dakota kai and nxt is the feud they're telling or the story excuse me they're telling with mandy rose and with uh, we'll get to it uh, maybe mandy rose and sonia deville uh, and i'm much more interested in what's going on there than i am with the championship program going on between bailey and whoever so i assume that they're leading into a bailey versus sasha match but i'll be straight up honest with you guys I'm not confident they're ever going to get there because, like I've said before on this podcast, Bailey and Sasha have feuded in the past, and the feud never went anywhere. They teased the feud and they never went anywhere. So I just don't understand if if they're gonna like if they'll ever ever pull the trigger here. And if they're not gonna do that, who are they gonna put the title on? And when is this like? I'm good with this championship um, run ending. I just don't think it ends at the hands of Tamina. <laughs> no. Um, it, I don't think it ends at the hands of Tamina at all. Um, I think this is just story fodder for more Sasha Bailey. I think that's just like, this could be Sasha's chance to turn face and then they have a feud going forward. Or this is just something else that drives further wedge between them before, like, and then Sasha turns face on her later or something. But I don't really care. I'm with you, Mike, in a lot of ways. Um. I think we'll probably get to that uh, Sonya Mandy uh, talk on Monday uh, when we review SmackDown and Raw and Money in the Bank. So that's going to be a big uh, that's going to be a big episode on Monday. But uh, um, for now, yeah, Bailey wins. Um, who the hell knows what's going on with Sasha Banks and this? But uh, 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 Ace Bondaloo is picking Tamina. <laughs> what? Just to be, just to be different. No, 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 because I'm actually going to use what Mike's using, and I'm going to use WWE logic here. Tamina's going to win the belt. She's been in this company forever. Her dad was Jimmy Snuka. They're going to give her the belt, and then Sasha's going to win money in the bank, and Sasha's going to beat Tamina, and then Bailey's going to fight against Sasha. She's going to want her title back. That's just not in the match. Not in that. Oh, match. then never mind. I just picked Tamina, and I really regret it. Whoops! Oh, <laughs> I thought I. I uh, I'm locking that in. I'm just gonna roll with that. He's rolling with it. Ladies and gentlemen, Ace Bondaloo is picking Tamina tomorrow. You heard Tamima. it here first. 
Dude, I don't know if you know Tamina than Tamina. There's nobody meaner than Tamina. And uh, with that alone, I already know she's going to win. Can you name anyone in WWE meaner than Tamina? Probably. Baron I feel Corbin. like that's what it should be. No one should be meaner than Tamina. <laughs> so it rhymes? I said you just have yeah. to say Boston accent. Nobody meaner than Tamina. But that's not how they do it. They don't do it that way. They should. It's better. Um, do you want to break down the next match, Spencer? Because it's your boys. Braun versus Bray. I do. I will. Um, yes. Uh, Braun versus Bray. Sweater Bray Wyatt for the Universal title. Um, this might be one of my most difficult matches to call just because like, there's so many different ways it could go f- with either victory. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, so this has been set up for a while, uh, Bray Wyatt coming on at telling, telling Braun last, or telling Braun all the time that he just wants him back to apologize, to join his family, and he, he, he gives him, shows him the mask, the old, his Braun's old black sheet mask a few times, looking a little worse. Ace crunned. Ace Bondaloo is crunning. Um... And yeah, so it's it's and Braun is is trying not to play into some of the mind games, and he's clearly he's clearly struggling at times, but he also kind of seems to get one up on on Bray sometimes because they ended the last their last segment, which was fantastic, by the way. I love these two in the ring together. I think this is this could be something for a bit if they want want it to. Um, and my pick is going to be based on the fact that they want it to, because uh, they don't have any other options right now for for either of these guys to really face like. Um, like, yeah, money in the bank could happen, but, like, do you kind of want money in the bank to be cashed in when it's got a big stake and there's people there to be like, holy shit, it's happening? Um, no, they're not going to cash in on Brain Braun. No, exactly. So they're not going to cash in for a long time, is my thought. Um, so I'm going to pick Braun is going to retain, uh, but it's via disqualification. I think this. I think Braun's just going to retain. Uh, he beat Goldberg, and Goldberg literally made quick work of Bray Wyatt. So I'm picking Braun. Okay, and I like your logic too, but uh, I'm still picking Braun. <laughs> Seems too early to take it off him already. Yeah, I'm going to go with Braun just because I think there's a reason they've chosen Sweater Bray Wyatt for this match. Uh, I feel that in order to continue, I think we're going to see the long- scene with a new look too. Ooh. I wouldn't be surprised. I, they can do whatever they want with like because it's not live for a lot of this, right? They can just go into post production, just do some crazy stuff with the feet. So Do I think I, this can is I tell you guys be... something that's not related to wrestling right now? Yeah, sure. I just had a big uh, crun hit. I'm sorry, um, but my plant grew a second oh. little plant. I don't know what type of plant it is. It's not a crun plant. It's just a plant, it's like a house plant. But there's a oh, second cool. little guy growing now. And it started as a leaf in October of last year. <laughs> um, so you mean there's a second smaller plant in the pot? Like it just grew like a second little... Like So yeah. it, was, it had one sprout. And then all of a sudden it has three actually. I'm an idiot. There's three sprouts now. Holy smokes. What plant is it again? Is it a tomato plant? No, 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 no. This is like a house plant. It's just like for design. It's oh. pretty. It's got leaves on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. 
You've That's seen it, Spence. It's that big one. Is it purpley uh, or reddish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen it. You've seen it. Yeah, that is a beautiful plant. Yeah, man. And it just keeps growing. It started as a leaf, and it's just massive. Anyways, plant talk canceled. Back into money in the bank because we're into our f- finale here. <laughs> Mike picked, right? Mike, you picked Braun and Bray, right? Yeah, we all picked uh, Braun. Yeah, I picked Braun, yeah. Okay, good. Just wanted, I just couldn't remember. <laughs> Continue, Ace Bond. Um, we go to the finale. It is Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio versus Alistair Black versus King Corbin versus AJ Styles versus Otis in the men's money in the bank ladder match. In the women's, we have Oscar, Shayna Baszler, everybody's favorite, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Carmella. Good for Dana Brooke and Carmella for getting in this match. Man, don't disrespect Carmella. She's won this match before. James Ellsworth twice. helped her. Thank you very much. The first time. <laughs> well, I actually, like, I wanted, I thought it was cool that James Ellsworth helped her. He shouldn't have grabbed the briefcase, but. I agree. The first ever winner. I liked, I liked anything for Carmella. It was silly. <laughs> yeah, her, her best character was when she was Miss Money in the Bank, in my opinion. It's kind of just been downhill from there, quite honestly. Yeah, she hasn't, hasn't done anything. Much. No. Okay, so. Anyway. How do you guys see this going? I think we both all agree it's going to just start in the parking lot and make its way up the tower until we get to the top. And uh, we're absolutely wrecked, and we don't know what's going on. And do they both grab their briefcases at the same time, you think? Maybe they kiss? I don't know. What happens? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I know that there's two briefcases on the – so, like, on the roof of Titan And inside is a wedding ring each. Yes. (laughs) Not proven, but possibly. <laughs> so there's two briefcases. They're both on the top of Titan Towers. There's a ring on top of Titan Towers. Excuse me for a And so the goal for every wrestler, all 12 of them, is to get from the first floor up to the roof, grab the, their respective gender's briefcase, because they've made them two distinct differences in size, differences in size and then... Uh, color too. Oh and, my goodness! And then basically just if you get it first, you get it first. So there's probably going to be mixed, ma- you know, mixed possibly wrestling going on there. If you have like some females and males, maybe I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? They could do anything. Uh, they've teased a roof spot quite a bit on TV, so possible we see someone fall off the roof. I don't know how they're going to do that production wise, but interesting. Crash pad. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. yeah. I saw I the main event, dude. They they can do anything. True. <laughs> Best movie Ace of all Bonderloo time. Ace watched the main event not on a, a bet or anything. He just chose to do it. I just <laughs> did it one day in this COVID state of mind. <laughs> Keith Lee, the smooth operator. Did you watch it too, Mike? I didn't watch it all. I couldn't get through it. I did, dude. I watched the whole thing, man. Oh, my God. It was bad, dude. It was bad, except at the end, the kid just gets absolutely one-punched by the uh, Russian destroyer or whatever his name is. Just knocks him out. Oh, uh, Baba Tunde? Yeah, that's how it ends. And then they just cut face to black. The guy celebrates in the ring with his manager, and it's just over. Wow. That's a really anticlimactic moment. It says, hey, kids, don't even try. I, I don't know, man, on the main event, Spencer, and I'm not telling you this just to get you to watch it, bro. 
Ah, good try. Not going to work. Anyway, we should continue on with this match because there's so many things involved. How do you feel about each contestant's odds, realistically? Starting with Daniel Bryan. I got him at uh, 45% for anyone betting out there. I have him at like 80. I was going to go about... I'm going to go about... 45, 45% for D-Bry. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So are, is this all of our percentage add up to 100 or can it be each guy's out of 100%? Like 100% oh. I, uh, <laughs> this guy's going to win or is it like 40% Daniel Bryan, 20% Ray right. What are we, where, what's I'm, the cut? I'm, I'm doing each guy's out of 100, so I'm giving 45 Okay, sounds good. Odds. I'm going to revise mine then. There we for go. D-Bry, I would go about um, 90 per, 90%. That's you're going to be a pick, eh? All right, well, let's go to Ray Mysterio. Then what is his odds? I got him at zero. Zero. I got zero. I don't want. I don't want it. It's just I just don't want it. Like there's. Nothing- I hate when they do matches like this, and there's people in there that you know aren't going to win, and you've seen them in the match before. Yeah, that's true. Like the house party. How much more fun would it have been if MVP was in this match? How He's sweet like is 40 it? Forty years old. <laughs> but so is Ray. But we've seen Ray in these matches. Who was Rey Mysterio up against in that ma- in, in his qualifying match? It was someone I'd rather see in this match big time. It was like... Angel Garza. It was, it was Murphy. It? I it thought was it Murphy. was Murphy. Yeah, I thought it was Murphy. I was like, now, I'd rather see him big time. Now, like, come on, guys. Just for a second here. Don't get it twisted. I think I would prefer... Now, I know this isn't what you're saying, but I think that I would prefer to see Rey Mysterio over MVP just because Rey can still go in the ring, at least. Like, Rey can go. But this still. isn't going to be that. <laughs> yeah, but they're eventually going to get to the <laughs> There's a ring eventually. You're not going to tell me that the whole thing is just them climbing the stairs <laughs> and then you just get to the roof and, oh, okay, grab the briefcase. No, like the, the ring is on the roof. So the match, technically, I feel that a lot of it is probably still going to happen. So I don't think it is. I think, it's, I think the match think... is going to have five minutes in the ring. Really? Do you yeah, think... man, I don't know. That's just the way I see it going. I, if your okay. way could be cool, okay. too. I'm down with your way, too, man. I don't. Not to not to get down on your way. That's just what I see. Okay, I see. I, I feel that. I hear you, Spencer. What do you think? Um. Well, I would think that someone gets knocked out even before. Like someone's going to get knocked yeah. out to get to the top. Like I think that, I don't. I don't think that everyone's getting knocked or getting to all the way to the top. And Ray Mysterio is the is the guy is the leading candidate in my mind. King Corbin's going <laughs> to throw him through like a cafeteria fryer or something. He's just going to kill him. Lock him in a cafeteria or something. Holy yeah. crap, Spencer! I don't know. I'm just, I'm yeah, just, he's gonna kill him. Like, I think, I Anyways, <laughs> we all got Rey Mysterio at zero percent. Yes. All right, Alistair Black. What do you have him at percentage wise, Spencer? I still got to go about eighty-five percent. Um, I know that's not a big difference from T. Bride, but those are my two kind of favorites right now. Um, and I can break down why, but, uh, like it has to do with their, uh, their bookings and some of the bookings and things they've said on raw, like, like Becky Lynch will confront the money in the bank winner on raw on Monday. Like, like, like what? Like that, that exclusively disqualifies three women and you've said it twice on WWTV. <laughs> like they said it on Monday and they said it again on Friday. And I was like, you had a chance to think about this. Now you're basically doubling down that it's going to be Oscar, Shayna, or Nia. So I got Alistair Black at 65%. Sorry, I talked too long. What do you have? Uh, every, everybody here, all three of us insiders are aware that I am a mark for <laughs> Alistair mm. Black, okay, in every capacity. So I just wanted to succeed. 
at I do think he has a good shot here, and I'm going to put him at about 80%. I think that he has been pushed really well, and they've been clear on the on the raw side, you know, making sure to not make him look bad. Even with his one loss, it wasn't a one-on-one match. Obviously, the OC got involved. Big OG! Um, I, got, so, I, got a, I got him ahead of D-Bryce, though. Uh, no, I don't. I, I'm going to say right now, I think the winner on the men's side is going to be from SmackDown, just because we know that on Raw, they gave it away already, right? They gave it away that it's going to be Becky Lynch facing the facing off against whoever I, wins I, I, Money I in the Bank. I just said that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, like, I'm just supporting your point, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, could, I agree with that. So, it's a no-brainer to pick someone from SmackDown, I think. I think they'd want to balance them out. Um, but a no-brainer in WWE logic is not logical most of the time anyway. So, uh, but I'm still going with someone from SmackDown, but I'll let, I'll, I'll reveal that later. We haven't got to that wrestling. King Corbin, you guys, I got him at 80% odds, 80% odds. He's my hands on favorite. I'm not saying if he's my pick or not, but he's my favorite right now. Uh, just could see him pulling the old trigger on Mr. King Corbin. You could see him doing it again. Ugh, I, I don't know it. why they would, but you could just see them doing it. Yeah, I suppose, but I'm still going to give him fifty percent, just because I just don't, I just don't think it's, I think it's a dumb choice. I hear you on that, Spencer, but I'm going to go ninety-five percent, and I think that King Corbin is the odds-on favorite to win this match. I just think that they can tell a really good story with Corbin losing the first time when he tried to cash in the Money in the Bank. And this is his opportunity at retribution. And personally speaking, guys, I think this is an opportunity for Corbin to really show where he's where he is like right now. Because if you recall, like a big reason why he lost that match when he had money in the bank, it was against Jinder when he cashed in, is um, because some stuff he said on Twitter. You know, he was being a bit of a dick online. I think it was to like military veterans or something. And also, Jinder was unhindered. Don't even he, forget about that. I am not you know. mistaking that the modern day Maharaja. Will always Dude, be. Guy, you know, not a lot of people can pull it off, but Jinder did it. Anyways, continue. <laughs> yes. So I just feel like they have a chance to, you know, Corbin has a chance now to show, okay, I've, I've grown up a little bit. You know, I've worked hard. I'm back and I'm at this position now. And again, he won King of the Ring. I think, again, this is the next logical step. If he doesn't win this, it's hard to see where he goes from here because he's lo- been losing a lot. So I think it's going to be, Cor- I don't want it to be Corbin. Uh, but I think it probably will be if they're going to do one briefcase on each show. And you've got to think they're putting one on SmackDown because it's on Fox, right? You know, they're, they want to. So, what was give your percentage? 95%. It's my I odds was on 80. Favorite. Spencer was 50. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be the decisive one Otis. I will give you my percentage for him. Are you ready? Yes. 5%. Because. <laughs> But 5% could happen. You know what I mean? Like 5% could pull this off. He's not Rey Mysterio at zero. It's possible in my mind. In my mind, dude, it is possible. Is he winning the belt? I, I don't think so. Winning the briefcase? I do think so. Possibly. 5% enough. What about you, Spencer? Uh, I'll give uh, I'll give Otis twenty percent because I could also see it, but uh, I don't see it very much. They had a weird bit um, on SmackDown at the end 
where he like stepped on this ladder and it broke a couple times. Um, like that he broke the rungs, so it was like he couldn't, he can't climb the thing. And you're like, okay, a, a ladder can still carry something, so that's clearly a joke. Um, so I think Otis might redeem that, but I really don't think he's going to win. Um, but I am excited that he's in this match. Yeah, I am going to go with like I'm going to say thirty percent. Actually, I feel like they could easily put the briefcase on Otis. He's like the again, he's hurting from there not being a live crowd. But yeah, I mean, there's always a chance he could win. Like, I'd love to see him. I with feel his like, case. man, I can't wait till we reveal our pick. Anyways, let's go to AJ Styles. Percentage wise, Mike and why? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be AJ when when it was revealed he was coming back to Raw. You know, I thought he could win the whole thing, and I still think there's a really strong chance AJ could win the Money in the Bank briefcase just because. He it puts him into a, a you know a program where he doesn't necessarily have to wrestle a lot. He just he's got the briefcase. He can kind of just do a lot of different things with it. And so I also think that there's not a lot of heels on Raw right now that are in line to challenge Drew for the title, except for our boy Jinder. Clearly up next. Hopefully a long program oh, at this summer. Wait, I was literally just thinking about Jinder while you were talking. I was like, are we gonna have a Mahal Marco moment? A triple M? Yeah. Are we gonna have one? Because mark out that, moment. A Mahal mark out moment. Triple M. Oh, triple M, right there. Trademark that. Yeah, it's a triple M. We had a triple M last night on Cruddle Mania. If he comes out after that match, I'm going to have a Mahal mark out moment. I'm going to have a triple M as well. Yes, no if, doubt. Uh, and then if the Singh brothers come out, I'm going to have a triple M twice. <laughs> Ooh, nice. And they just take two Claymores right to the face and be like double backflips <laughs> <laughs> out, out of the ring. Have to. I would love to see that. Anyways, um, what do you got AJ Styles percentage-wise then, Mike? I got 85 on <laughs> AJ Styles. He's right up in there. I got him at 79%. <laughs> it's a very specific number. I'll go 70. Ace is a very specific person. Uh-huh. <clears throat> now, we've given what we thought our odds are. But what are our final picks? Gentlemen, who would like to go first? Who would like to make their pick? I mean, I'll go first. Uh, so I'm going with King Corbin. I just, for all the stuff I said before, but the, the one I really want to hammer home, the woman is going to be from Raw that wins the Money in the Bank. So they got to even it out. And of the three SmackDown participants, I think it just makes the most logical sense on King Corbin right now. He's never been a world champion this is a chance to do that without having somebody else take that L. Spencer? Sorry? Oh, my pick. Um, uh, shit. I don't know. Daniel Bryan, I think, was going to be my, is my kind of top pick just because of the Ross and SmackDown balance. I'd take Aleister Black, but I think it's going to be. And I just, I just don't think. I just don't want to see <laughs> Corbin win it, I guess. So there you go. Ace is picking. Otis. Because there's COVID-19 going on right now, and people need a little happiness, need a little hope, and WWE are on to when they're providing that for people. They know when they're on to those stories when the world's telling them that they are, like the Kofis and the Daniel Bryans, and we're telling them right now that they're doing something, and they're picking up on it, 
So I'm thinking that they're going to, the 5% chance that they actually caught this and realized how much money could be made here and how much people talk about this. That's why I'm picking them. Because it's like, whew, they'll make a lot of money if they do this right. That's well, I, I like that. I like that. I like it. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. I weighed this pretty heavily. They don't even have to give him the belt. Like, he's just winning a goddamn briefcase. Like, Damian Sandow had one. He's going to be That's okay true. if he wins it, you know? And Mr. Kennedy. Don't forget. But Now we got to break. Uh, oh, continue. I just think that, yeah, I just think you're so right about that. I, like, I was really weighing... Corbin or Odin. Well, and also, Mike, Mike you remember, this is the same guy who picked goddamn MVP and Tamina earlier, so I was like, fuck it, let's just take Otis at this point. Fair enough. Yeah, you're already digging yourself a pretty big hole, so... I, Dude, I, mean, I think the hole was dug two moves ago, so <laughs> let's just go to the, the final one, the women's money in the bank match. What a, maybe the hardest to even make a prediction for in my eyes, but... Uh, Let's break them down. Let's shake them down. And let's give our percentages on them, most importantly. First entrant is Asuka. Yeah, I think about 90%. She's really high up there. It's going to be one of those three Raw women. And Asuka's been the funnest part of Raw. I think she's been the most entertaining character so uh, on there. And I think this is a good chance for her to just have some fun with the briefcase. So I'm I'm thinking 90%. It's very high. Quite possible she would. I think uh, Oscar's going to win it as well, possibly, with 90%. I'm not knowing if this is my final pick yet. After we do our discussions, I will, of course. But I could see her getting the briefcase, poison spraying Miss Becky, rolling her up and winning the pelt, and then Becky Fs off on vacation with Seth. <coughs> All right. So I got her at 90%. What do you got, Spence? Um, I'll take uh, like 70%. I think, I think she's one of the favorites, but I, I don't know. We'll see. Shaney B, little Shaney B, a little Shaney Baszler. That's the next one. Who do you got? 75%. That's what I got. I also have her at 75%. That's a good... Um, a good uh good round number. I've heard good 70, number i've heard 76 just to have one percentage more than that i i don't know why just wanted to switch it up yeah it's a high chance she wins as well it's just a question of they've already had her lose clean to becky lynch so they could tell the story of her getting retribution through nefarious means or they could push her down the card more. I don't know. Vince, I don't think is like all that high on her. So we'll see. We'll really see where her position in the company is after this match. And now uh, I know Spencer's a big fan. He sent me a TikTok of her earlier in the day. Nia Jax, what do you got her percentage at? And why do you love her so much on TikTok, Spence? I hate you, Ace Bondaloo. Um, for the record, Ace Bondaloo sent me that TikTok. Um, I okay, well, why. here's the thing I gotta say. I didn't know it was her because her username was at Lena Fion. Okay, and I think it's stupid if you're a pro wrestler and your at is your real name. You just be who you are in the ring. This is a Twitter account for the character, or is it a Twitter account for you? Is it both? That's when it gets weird. You know what I mean? 
I do know what you mean. Um, I'm going to give my Pedro Raleigh's the worst. <laughs> He's bad. Anyway, sorry, I keep interrupting. Ace also did crun up mid-show. Give your percentage. Uh, only because she's one of the women on Raw. She gets above 50, so she gets a 60%. Um, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think she should win it. She's just not good. She just keeps hurting people. I got her at 85% because she's not like most girls. What about you, Mike? Uh, she's not a monster. Let's also remember that. And I have her at 85%. She's really high up there. Yes. This could be an easy way to have her re-debut. Uh, I mean, they've positioned her strong with squash match wins so far. And, yeah, so she's high, too. It's really di- I haven't made my pick yet for Raw. I'm really... Uh, I'm- but here's the thing. The fun thing is the last three here would just be refreshing Sprite if they won. The last three we're about to pick. Or go Correct. through. Are you ready? We're starting with Dana yeah. Brooke. I got her at like 10%, but what a refreshing Sprite that would be. She, her new ring gear was like an ice cold glass of Sprite. Uh, I don't see it whatsoever. 5% for Dana Brooke. Yeah, I'm going to go the zero. same I gave Otis. I don't think she's... I giving, I'm giving her as much chance as like... No, I don't even think that. Like she, she has more of a chance than Rey Mysterio, but she is basically the person in this match that I think is the like zero percent chance. Yeah. All right, well, then let's other- just move on to Lacey Evans, I guess. Mike, what do you got? Well, I got Lacey Evans at about 70 percent. If if anyone wins it on SmackDown, it's going to be Lacey Evans, and I actually have been a fan of her character progression so far as a face and I, too. I, I yeah i know you're a big fan of her ace you've been a fan from day one since you saw her in the rumble uh but she blew me away with her face. looks but now she's actually blown me away with her character work and ring work yes and i second both parts of that for sure um big fan i think she's the best thing on. oh no sorry she's just beneath um maddie uh uh the Sonia and Mandy Rose storyline in terms of SmackDown interest on the woman's side for me. So, yeah. If anyone wins, it'll, pro- it'll probably be her. But I don't think it will be. I got her at 40%. I just don't think it's going to be yeah. SmackDown either. Spencer, what do you got? I'll give her 40%. 45% just to not have the exact same number as you, Ace. Okay, okay. We'll move on to uh, Carmella. I got her at 11%. That's 1% higher than Dana Brooke. Uh, very nice. Um, I'll give her about a 25% chance. I, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going okay. to go... <laughs> Mike? I'm going to go with about, I don't know, 15%. Not high. Who's your picks to win then, gentlemen? Uh, Oscar. I'm also going with Oscar. Well, I'm what? gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Nia Jax. <laughs> so you're putting the strap on Tamina 
and given the 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 briefcase to Nia. Oh, you really liked that uh, that old tag team of theirs, didn't you? What was their name again? Like Team Bad? No, that was when I thought that was when she was with uh, Sasha Banks. I didn't think I thought it was just Nia Jackson Tamina. Well, there's nobody meaner than Tamina. <laughs> um. <laughs> So that's our predictions. I do have a track record of these all. I'm going to save these so we will know who won when it's all said and done. I kept track of it over uh, MS Paint. It's a really awesome program you guys should look into. Um, so here's how it works. Here's how the punishment works. Uh, we each get to pick a match for one of the other people. Whoever doesn't win has to watch the match. So two people are going to have to watch two crappy wrestling matches, probably. And uh, Spencer gets to pick one for who? It was for Mike. What but you conveniently have? enough, um, Ace Bondaloo mentioned a Viscera match. So it's going to be that Viscera match. Thanks, Ace Bondaloo. Viscera versus Crash Holly from SmackDown. <laughs> it's about eight minutes long. Not too bad. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, Mike a, got to that, pick one for me. I believe he had a revival match in mind. Which one was it? It's going to be the revival versus Hawkins and Ryder from WrestleMania. Uh, oh, I have to go back and rewatch that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know you said um, it was a struggle, so I'm just ho I'm hoping you can face your demons here. It's going to be. I mean, hey, I watched the main event. Um, that was very nice of you. At least you gave me Hawkins in that. I like Kurt. I'm on a Kurt Hawkins kick lately, you guys. And then I get to pick one for Spencer, hey? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm picking Carlito versus Chris Masters at... Uh... Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I'm being backlash. <laughs> 2005 oh, or something. Is Carlito the so Apple bad. guy? Yep. I spit in the oh. face of people oh. who don't want to Oh, yeah. I found it right here on Daily Motion too. It's 15 minutes. Oh. 15 minutes. Uh, it's Carlito versus Chris Masters Backlash 2006. I will say oh. I I did like their program on Raw a little. Those guys were involved in the Elimination Chamber though. The year that Edge cashed in on John Cena. They were always good guys, you know. They were good dudes. And I don't know why I picked that match for Spencer, but it was the only one I could think of in my head that I knew that it existed that I've never seen, but I don't want to watch. So I would love to have someone else watch and tell me how it is. <laughs> that was so, much, so many words in a very short period of time. <laughs> Are you guys going to look up the backstory to each of these matches? Um, if I mean, I don't think there was a backstory to Viscera. You don't want to read Crash about Holly. the build up to Viscera versus Crash Holly? It was a throwaway match. I mean, dude, you're not wrong. <laughs> Ace Bondaloo has seen the match. Uh, but it was a Viscera match, and I was getting really hyped on the theme. But that is our Money in the Bank predictions. Anything else you guys want to say before we get out of here? Yeah, I just want to ask you guys what you think about the hacker on SmackDown. And if you think that... Oh, also, I got you... some social media shout-outs to do. Beautiful. Look, well, always got to have our social meds covered. Social media shout-outs. Thanks to everyone for interacting with us online, social, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Crundlemania. Join us. Be a Crundlemaniac. But, um, Become a Crundlemaniac. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, do it. Um, so to answer <laughs> the your hacker question, thing? Mike, the hacker yeah. thing, um, pretty confident that something will happen this, this week, weekend, Sunday, whatever. Um, that'll it, like develop it more. Um, I had a weird theory. It's going to involve, um, like, it's going to be more than just one person. It's going to be like a group of like three or four. And for some reason, one of the things that, that I thought meant got mentioned more than once was the tag titles and, uh, Alexa bliss and Nikki cross. But I may have just been, I may have just been thinking of something different, but, uh, because of that, in my brain, it was like, well, the Iconics lost, and they haven't gone for a while, and they weren't released, so maybe? Um, yeah, that's that's why my brain thought of the Iconics, but uh, I really don't know. I just had to en- enumerate on that quickly. Um, yeah, the uh, hacker, I think, is going to be Ali, and we're going to go, oh, it was Ali. I think it's going to be like Ali and like, Chad Gable and the Iconics, and they're going to all be pals or something. That's that's what I think. I don't think I don't think the Iconics are the hacker. I think they're involved with them. Yeah, I think that it's at least two people. Definitely Ali. There's no way he's not involved. His freaking hand symbol is on the computer screens, so he's involved in this. And I've also there's those voiceovers people were able to sort of like bring the pitching down on and. Chad Gable was definitely one of the people that did a voiceover, and Xavier Woods did one too on the Twitter account. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I think they might just be having different people say the lines to try and trip people out. So I think there's a high chance Ace is right, and it, 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 they just fucked with us. It was Ali the whole time. And you guys, Ace recorded a line for them. I did one of them. If you go back, I'm one of the hacker voices. There you go. It could be any. Like it's they probably. Just it's actually me, you guys. It's Ace Bondaloo. I've oh, hacked shit, SmackDown legitimately. So <laughs> you, heard it, you, heard, you heard it here first on the Crundlemania podcast. Yeah, if this was really a hacker, it would be in the news. You know what I mean? They could be like, WWE looking into hacker after the show. Um, and the private communications of their employees. <laughs> do you guys want to get into some social media shout-outs before we finish this bonus episode of the podcast? Uh, yeah. Let's do All right, it. well, let's do it. Social media shout-outs. I tweeted out uh, during the show today, while we were recording, I tweeted out a poll. Is anybody meaner than Tamina? Yes, name them. Or not possible. Not possible is currently leading, but uh, at drabreason underscore. Also, his username is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's Shayna Baszler. I was confused by that tag. I was like, did we actually get a tweet from the actual account? But no, it's just some nerd. But he's a nice guy, and I liked it. Don't take this um, as an insult. I like nerds. We are nerds here. We're insiders. At yes. Heel MOC Obi-Wan McCoby said Nia Jax, but she's meaner in the worst way. She's not like most girls. <laughs> um, and at end of underscore or end underscore of underscore great D money, our boy. Day tour, day tour of the pod, everybody. <laughs> um, he's picked black. He said, uh, because they've both trusted and invested in him heavily during this time, and I feel like it is his time. That's a good pick. And he said, Oscar, because I want to see her emulate Brock partying with the briefcase, and he sent us a gift, and I agree. That's a great pick. Mm-hmm. Very good pick. And, Very good oh, pick. also, we got one more that uh, said, 
Uh, it was from at the baked guy thinks saying Christian will be announced for Hall of Fame 2021 at Money in the Bank this year. Early early induction announcement, I guess. I don't know. Apparently, all right. Well, that's uh, breaking, big breaking by baked guy thinks. So you got to think that maybe he thinks. thought that in his brain. Um, oh, who knows? World. Um, well, gentlemen, that was the Chrono Mania podcast. Final thoughts? Uh, well, I'll tell you what I had tonight um, before we go. It was a uh, Redican Godbud um, again, and it was, again, very good. I had a uh, Broken Coast Saturna. Saturna? And it, uh, it was pretty good. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I had some Skittles tonight, Z-Kittles, whatever you want to call them, mixed with some Gorilla Glue Shatter and a bunch of Keef. So that was nice. Nice. And this is the Chronomania Podcast. We will enjoy live tweeting Money in the Bank with you. We all will.